know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Dentley Show with Dr. James Dentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Dentley. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. You're here, I'm here, so it's got to be Friday. Welcome to Inspired to Speak with James Dentley. Boy, am I excited. But with the excitement of the guests I'm going to bring before you in just a moment, I want you guys to just take a moment to just reflect and, and give honor to people that have been lost, uh, people that are still struggling with the coronavirus, people that are struggling because of the weather um, throughout the entire southern belt from Texas to Alabama to Tennessee, wherever they may be, uh, they're struggling, you know, not to have electricity and power and running water. I mean, that's really going back into the dark ages and people are really suffering and some people are hanging on for dear life. So let's keep our prayers, our thoughts and our hopes towards these individuals and all those people that they may uh, come through uh, this episode of life because in every bit of calamity, there's always great opportunity and the phoenix always rises from the ashes. Well, I'm excited. I don't even know if I can match the level of intensity of excitement of this incredible guest because I met her uh, a few years ago in Mississippi. I was down there speaking uh, with some business partners, and she took the stage, and she was talking about her book. She is an author. Her book, Surrounded by Sin and Grounded by Love. And I could just tell with her presence. I said, this lady is somebody. She's got energy. You know, I talk about frequency. And she has it. But I didn't know that she was the midday, the midday diva in the entire part of that part of the country. It was absolutely incredible. Everyone loved her. She is a host of the most popular radio station in Jackson, Mississippi, 97.7 FM. And she's a TV and radio icon. And people love her. When I say icon, it's because her energy is infectious. And also... She's been seen on many, many television stations from UPN to the CW to CBS as well. She's been, uh, you've seen her interviewing folks on the Hip Hop Magazine and the Ozone Magazine as well. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on and on. And she's interviewed some people that we all know of, like Russell Simmons and P. Diddy, Magic Johnson, just to name a few. But now uh, she is uh, one of the stars of an incredible new reality series called uh, The Bell Collective. The Bell Collective. So I want to bring her before you. We have a lot to talk about. I'm going to let her just run with this show because she is a show host. I want to welcome you all and introduce everyone else. Tambra Cherie, are you with me? Yes. Hello. Hey, James. Hey, it's an honor to have you here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm listening to your introduction, like, seriously. I almost say, what is he talking about now? But thank ah. you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I love it when I get a chance to turn the tables. But I want to say, you know, we've had several powerful women over the last three weeks on this show. And I'm always delighted and elated when, um, delighted and elated uh, when we have women for the show. I was raised with a mom and three sisters. I have an incredible wife, so... Uh, I've been trained by women and um, I'm well-behaved. My first management mentor were, were women. 
And uh, it's just an honor to see you fly and soar because it couldn't happen to a more wonderful person. So I want to welcome you. And, you know, I want to talk. Usually I start with your story, but I want to just go into the Bell Collective and then we'll go backwards and come back and forth. Tell us about the show. Uh, the show is amazing. Matter of fact, it's Friday. So <laughs> the fact yes. that it is Friday, make sure you definitely tune in tonight to the OWN Network, mm-hmm. 9 p.m. Central Time, 10 p.m. Eastern to <laughs> Dell Collective. But it comes on. It's very exciting. The show is about five, six successful women right here in Jackson, Mississippi. It not only follows our professional lives, but it definitely shows our, our personal lives. And for me, it's balancing professional and personal life. When you are an, an, on our personality and when you do have big dreams and goals and things that you would like to do and just that finding that balance as a woman. So definitely tune in tonight. It comes on tonight. It's definitely exciting. It's been great. I do believe this is probably episode Maybe five or six. I think I've lost count. (laughs) But it's been fun. Um, The filming has been absolutely wonderful. The production crew is wonderful. The network is wonderful. They're so excited about this show. And so we're we're definitely excited. So make sure you guys tune in. It's, It's a great show. And all of the ladies, all of the ladies, entrepreneurs, great women, successful women. That's what I love about them. Very successful. And they're all black black women in Jackson, Mississippi. And it shows you a different aspect of Jackson. You've been here. um, And and, and yes, you you know, you're familiar with the area. You've seen it. And that's, Mm -hmm. this is where I met you, but it's an exciting show. So definitely tune in. Yeah. I love it. I even have it on demand. I have to be honest. And (laughs) and Sarah and I, we are stuck in uh, we're, we're suffering. We're stuck in Florida and we're not in Chicago with all of our, our friends and our family members freezing ourselves to death. But and I'm praying for you guys. I wish I was there. No, I don't. I'm just playing. <laughs> no, you don't. Like the good, the good part about it is I do have internet and, and all of that and lights and water, thank God, where I can't yeah. talk to you. And th- yeah. that's a great thing right now. I'm going to ask our engineer if they can put you on a full screen. I want you on the big screen. I want you to take up the screen. So you guys can pull <laughs> me back and get Miss Ree on that screen. That's what I'm really going to need. And, I, you know, I want to talk about uh, just how you got started, you know, as we bring women to the forefront and even our events, Limitless for Women and by Women, um, I, I think it's so impactful when women can hear another woman's story because you have a story that can only touch the person that it's meant to touch, but it can impact everyone. Could you mind sharing with us a little bit about our story? Who is Tamara Sheree? How did this all happen for you? Um, literally, to be honest, I, I went to, I graduated from Jackson State University. I graduated from Jackson State University. I have an MBA degree. My undergrad is in business and management. So a lot of people ask, did I go to school for communications? The answer is no, I did not. (laughs) I literally followed my passion. I have a passion for people. I always loved entertainment, always loved entertainment news. I always loved music. So for me, it was really about following my passion. And I created my experience. I will be totally honest with you. I created my own experience. I didn't at the time when I realized what I wanted to do. I was getting ready to graduate my MBA degree. And I realized like, let me intern at a radio station. Like it was just something that I was like, just let me see, you know, because I loved entertainment. I love music. I love watching people host events and watch television shows at that time. Like I love that. So I literally created my experience. I started interning at a radio station and I fell in love. I realized that was my passion. I love people. And not only that, I started working with another guy who was already a producer of a video show. So we started actually going out and getting all of these interviews. Like I, I had no experience in interviewing people in my life. 
but I literally created that experience. My first interview was with the guy, the hip hop entertainer by the name of Mystical. My second one, Eric Benet. I interviewed Eric Benet. I remember he was in a club eating chicken and I was sitting right there interviewing him, but I was creating that experience. I started working for all of these different outlets as far as allhiphop.com, just creating that experience and interviewing artists that would let me interview them. So literally I just started getting out and doing the work just to create the brand and the experience. For everyone that's listening, look, the bottom line is that you can create your own experience and you can tell the future if you're willing to write it, do it, and then live it. Yeah. yeah. So did you have any fear or anxiety when you were starting out and when you had times you didn't know what to do? Of course. The very first interview, I was thrown in the fire. We were literally in a club. Mm-hmm. I would never forget this. We were in a club when I interviewed Mystical, and it's about maybe 150, 200 people watching and why this guy is about to film me during this interview. I had never interviewed anyone in my life, but what I knew, I wasn't about to mess this up. I wasn't about to embarrass myself. So, <laughs> so I knew that. So at the time, it was a show that came on on television where, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to do what I see these other hosts doing and asking these questions. And so literally I was thrown in the fire and I love that. Because when you're thrown in there, you know, you're determined not to mess up. You're, you're going to make mistakes, but you're determined to get it right every single time. I love a challenge. And for me, that was a challenge. So it's like, I, I loved it. It was live and it's the energy for me. It's the excitement for me. So I loved all of that. Now, where did you get this energy from? Where did you, I mean, how, there, is your mom, your dad, uh, who do you take after? Where are you getting this from? You know what? I, I think my parents, my, my parents are also awesome. Also, my father, he, he is like a big talker and a big speaker. Um, so that would definitely would say, I guess, is a mix of their personalities. But I will also say this, James, when I come to the energy for me, I think it's the, the fire that I do have. I owe that to God. I owe that to just being blessed and happy and knowing how thankful and blessed I am and humble in that moment. So that's where I get the excitement and the energy for. Because when I think of things that he's done in my life, I can't help but get excited. I can't help but be, be happy about that. Oh, amen. Amen. As I've not seen, I got it. So they call you, they name you the Midday Diva. So how did you transition from just interviewing and then getting into radio? And how did that take off for you? And I interned at a radio station. So I started off interning. So when I started interning, and literally when I interned, I started doing overnight. <laughs> so, that, so literally, I wasn't coming on in a day. I was coming on at 12 midnight. <laughs> so, so, so that's where I started. Hey. 12 midnight, overnight, like 12 to 5 a.m., okay? Yeah. Super late. But yeah. I was very, very thankful for that opportunity because I was able to get on air very quickly. So uh-huh. at night, I would listen and listen to my show and record my show, and then I'll compare it to other different shows that I was listening to across the country personalities that I absolutely love. And so that's how I started just really just, and then I started getting a mentor. I did get a mentor. I will say that surrounding yourself with people who are going to give you the knowledge that you need to know so you can go further. And so from that interning, ended up interning in one station. Then from that particular station, I had the opportunity to do entertainment news at another station, went to that station. Then I had an opportunity, and I'll take that back, had an opportunity to go to Atlanta and started internship at that station. And I also started doing some television in Atlanta. Right when that started, I had the opportunity to come back and do entertainment news at another station. Then the black owners who I work for now, as far as at 97.7 WRBJ, it is black owned. 
they stepped into the market and they were looking for people that that were already doing great things in the market. And I didn't ever interview for the job. I mean, I'll be totally honest with you. They called. I never filled out an application. I never did any of that. They called. I met with them. I had a job. I was literally working for them before I even had the paperwork to fill out and turn in, to be honest. Wow. <laughs> now, when you did internship, was some of them paid and not paid? or how No, that? like literally, I was coming out of college. It was unpaid. That's how yeah. excited I was about just jumping into the industry. I was doing it for free. Yeah. So yeah. that's how I knew when you're definitely, when you're excited about something, you're doing it yeah. for free. At that yeah. point, it was about the hustle and getting the work done. Because yeah. one thing I know, I know for me, you follow your passion, the paycheck is going to follow right behind Ooh, you. Stop it, stop it, stop it. You know, I'm taking notes <laughs> while you, I always take notes when 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 guests are speaking because I love to learn. And um, I learned how to become a lifelong learner, to be tr- truly coachable. And it started with, with passion. You had a passion. And it is true, your gift does make room for you. And for everyone who's listening, it's okay to serve. Don't chase the money. Chase your passion. Yes. Get good at it. You get good at what you do often because you find immense joy from it. And then the money will follow you anyway because what you want really wants you. It's about stepping yes. into who you really, really are. That's so cool. Yes. Now, yes. you mentioned a mentor. Who was your first mentor? My very first mentor, I would have to say, was the program director at the station at the time because I say he gave me my chance. And it was a guy by the name of Steve Poston at the time. And even my program director now, that's one of my mentors, too. But we were working together, like even before he was the program director. He was doing afternoons at that time. So the very first person who really gave me a shot was the program director who was there. And I remember walking into his office. James, I had one of those recorders that you get from Walmart. This was nothing professional now. (laughs) I I had a recorder that you get from Walmart straight, recorded it in my bedroom like I was doing a break on radio and took it into this man's office. So you have to have a lot of confidence. to do that but it was a lot of prayer and confidence and i knew i wanted it i knew i loved it i knew this is what i wanted to do yeah now who are some of your mentors now as you're moving forward oh i can name a few of course my program director is absolutely one i have another mentor that's out of dallas and he's actually a program director in dallas right now and he's definitely given me a lot of great tips over the years. I was another program director in Atlanta. He's gave me a great tips over the years. So just surrounding yourself with people who are much more knowledgeable about the industry than you (laughs) and who are willing to help you. So that has helped me because to me, you learn a lot when you're always a student. Well, you're always a student and you're always willing to learn and you want to learn. You want to learn more. I haven't captured all. I'm still climbing. And then even in television, I have my mentors in television I absolutely love that have given me shots in television. One would be the executive producer from Dish Nation. He gave me my very first shot on Dish Nation. And now he's even moved on to Fox Soul. Those producers, I look up to them and what they do. I look up to them and even another personality, Gary, would be one. Someone who just pours into you. They're just pouring into you information because they want to see you grow as well. And you have to be appreciative of that. And to me, those people are... God's gifts to you. Those yeah. networks, those are God-given. So, like, literally, those, those would be, I would say, my mentors right now. Well, Tamara, you are so good because you just swipe my next question right out of the gate because it's, you know, it's, it's so rich, and I want people to really get it. Now, I'm going to slow it down just a minute because mentorship is important, but oh, also yeah. becoming coachable and teachable and, and open for it is just as important. 
Yes. Because if you're not open, it doesn't really matter. So yes. in your experience, and I'm sure now now you are a mentor to others, share with us some about a story about perhaps someone that you mentored and, and, and what, how does it make you feel to be able to impart that in somebody else's life? Oh, wonderful. Every mentor that I have had up under me, they are working at other radio stations right now. Oh, wow. Their personalities themselves. They have gone on to work for radio stations and grow in their own careers. So wonderful. But I will say this, for me... I remember my internship when I first, when that program director, it was a, it actually, and this is a crazy story, but it was another radio personality. She was a female radio personality that worked in the market. And I loved listening to her. I loved listening to her. I thought she was super talented. She's still very, very talented, super talented young lady, super talented. I absolutely loved her. So I was excited about meeting her. I want you to deep, deep sea dive into the story. We got to take a quick commercial break in about 10 seconds. And I don't want you to get in the story and then have to stop. So we're going to bring on a commercial about already always amazing, a nonprofit serving amazing children, amazing veterans, amazing seniors, and amazing you, and the Limitless 2021 event coming up next weekend. Next week when you're all invited, and we're going to give complimentary tickets to each and every one of you all in eyeshot and earshot of this show. So we're going to take a short break. We're going to be right back with the amazing Tamara Sheree. Thank you. Already, Always Amazing's mission is to serve as a catalyst to provide education, training, economic development, and to build the capacity of our most vulnerable and underserved communities, children, seniors, and veterans. Dr. Dentley and his wife, Dr. Kara Scott Dentley, co-founder of Already, Always Amazing, believe it is our duty to give back and help children achieve sustainable self-sufficiency. Already, Always Amazing provides support to organizations that serve our veterans so veterans can continue to make a major impact in this world. Already, Always Amazing, providing vital resources and education to individuals and organizations that are committed to doing good. The first thing that you have to do is make that choice to jump. And guess what? Jumping is free. Abundance is free. Once you understand that opportunities are all around you and that you just have to be in the right mindset to accept them, then you're there. Many times you want to know, how do you figure out what I'm good at? What are your skills? But here's some of the things to think about. Is number one, have you made money in the past? What are you really good at? What gets you excited? And you've got to get really clear about those those core things. You want to strengthen your strengths and hire your weaknesses. When you are launching a business, any business, it's going to take, you know, work ethic. It's going to take, you know, roll up your sleeves and do the work because there's no shortcut. Work ethic comes with sacrifice. You're sacrificing some things now, but it's not forever. Well, we are back with Tamra Sheree. Oh, man, this is exciting. I, uh, you were in the middle of the story about, uh, we were talking about mentorship and a mentee, and you're right in the middle of the story, and I wanted to go to the mentorship. I want to go into the book because that topic is so, so, so rich and important, and then we want to go to the rest of the show with this brand new television show, The Bell Collective. So you want to finish your story? Well, yeah, okay, so yeah, I was definitely saying when we're talking about mentors and just having people in your life, 
And I don't know if you noticed, but for me, I remember we had a radio personality that the very first time I interned and when I met with the program director, I remember him taking me into the room where it was a super talented midday personality. She was so talented. I absolutely loved listening to her and I was so excited to meet her. I'm going to tell you guys, I'm just so excited, so excited. I listen to her every day. And so when he took me in the room and he's like, you know what, this, you're going to intern, you'll be here. And he introduced me to her and she was just delightful while he was there. But I will tell you guys this and I will be so honest. And this is what I talk about. You know, you have to keep going and keep going forward no matter what and kind of have that tough skin. Because I remember as soon as he closed the door, as soon as he closed the door, notice guys, this is somebody that I absolutely looked up to at the moment. And so as soon as he closed the door, she was like, I don't know why they brought you in here. I don't even do interns. And she didn't say anything else to me for like the entire week. Okay, so, so my first experience wasn't just the best experience. So I could have easily been like, oh my goodness, she's mean, she's this, she's this. But every single day I showed up, I made sure I looked up her entertainment news. And of course I was nice, I was polite and I, because I was there to learn and I knew what I was there for. Of course I want her over later, but I just didn't have that very good first experience. Like, you know, she never took me under her wing to just kind of like show me everything. But I remember saying that what that did for me is I felt like as a woman in the industry, as a woman in radio, I would never do that to someone else. So anytime I get the opportunity to help another young woman and another young lady in the industry, I take advantage of that opportunity. When someone tells me they want help, they want to learn, I am there because I know my experience was not that great that first experience that I had. Amen to that. And that, that is so, so poetic because I always tell people every person is important that you meet, no matter what the experience, because every person is a great example or a terrible reminder. And from that lesson and that experience, you made a conscious decision with, in, with intention that you were not going to be that person to someone else. And yeah. that's where you took the power back from a situation where other people may fold or crumble or get disappointed or disenfranchised. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yes. And then I will say this years later, my uh-huh. program director came back to me years later and she was looking for a job and she, and he was like, I'm actually thinking about putting her on weekends. And he asked me, well, do you have a problem with that? And I was like, Nope, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> always so you see good. how that comes back around? <laughs> always like, good. always oh, be yeah. good to people. Always be good to people. I think this came from Mississippi. If it does come out in the wash cycle, it comes out in the rinse. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about your book, Surrounded by Sin and Grounded by Love. What was the inspiration for the book? And what is that book about? What what results, what what, uh, impact will people receive from this book? So Surrounded by Sin, Grounded by Love, of course, the title, it relates to just the industry, to be honest. I felt like I've always been surrounded by sin, but I've been grounded by love. And I'm talking about God's love. I'm talking about that love from family, friends. I'm talking about just grounded in that love, no matter what's going on around you. And then the subtitle, Eight Simple Keys to Becoming a Better You, it's just what I went through. You know, I believe everyone has a better version of themselves inside them. You can always be a better friend, a better worker, a better entrepreneur, a better person, character. It's always a struggle just to be better. How you handle situations, you can handle things better. So that's what that is about. And I'm just sharing things that what I think worked for me and helping me to become the better person that I 
wanted to be. And I had to go through some experiences to get there. And so that's what I'm sharing in the book. That's what I'm sharing in the book. Just trying to help someone just become better. Yeah. When you were writing this book, did you discover anything out about yourself? Ab- yes, absolutely. Yes. To me, you this was the time where I could be transparent. Like, you know, because yeah. I was always, for me, in radio, I've just always been so focused on my audience. I'm always focused on my audience. Like one thing I would tell anyone, it's never about me. It's about my audience. No matter how I feel, no matter what I have going on, my problems do not exist when you ask me because I'm focused on my audience. My job is to entertain you. My job is to help inspire you, encourage you, motivate you today. No matter what I'm going through, I'm always going to show up with a great smile on my face and everything. So for me writing the book, that was a time for to be very transparent. So I would say, yes, I even learned more about myself in writing that book. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, a life worth living is worth recording and sharing that story. That's why we encourage everyone that there's a story in every life. You know, your life really matters, man. Everybody's life matters. That's yeah. so cool. We have a, a yeah. woman that's in two weeks. Uh, next week is the Limitless event, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, we'd like to invite you to come. Let us put you on a panel there. We'll have, a, you know, about a thousand people there that's plugged into that event, but uh, oh, awesome. pushing out your your show over and over and over and over because I want people to watch this show, support the show because it's really really a good show. It's, it's different. It's not the uh, the caddy other stuff I've seen. It's a rich show and your character. My wife loves your character because she's she said she's like that in person. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and that's what I love about it is because they don't expect you to be anything but you. Yeah. And, you know, you're good at that because who can be you better than you? You. Absolutely. So, guys, if you don't expect me to be anybody else but me, then, okay, yeah. sign me up for that. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. You know, in a couple of weeks, we have a woman that I'm going to be interviewing. We got to the event, uh, Ms. Florence Alexander. She's uh, in, her, in her 80s. And this woman built a $400 million, African-American woman built a $400 million business in her, um, in her sister's basement. Oh, wow. I asked, her, I asked her, what was her inspiration? And you know what she said? She said that, uh, I got a question baked in here. She said that um, she got sick and tired of going to work in corporate America. She did government contracts and, 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 and men hitting on her and being flirtatious with her and, wow. and being chauvinistic towards her. Have you expect, what can you say to women from what you may have witnessed uh, through your journey in, in the industry that you're in? Because the industry you're in could be a trip for a lot of people. Um, they, they did that book, that uh, picture about Fox News, right? Uh, so nobody gets to escape that stuff. So what would you say to women right now who are in a male rape workplace and it's very chauvinistic and they feel uh, maybe not respected or not appreciated? And to be honest, to always speak up for yourself. Always speak up for yourself yeah. and create those boundaries and do not be afraid of those boundaries. Yeah. Always and respectful. Because, you know, it to me, the entertainment industry is very small, if you ask me. I believe it's totally small. But... There are boundaries you can create. And when you do the work, people realize how serious you are and that you have that boundary and they don't step over those boundaries. And when they do speak up right then and there, Mm -hmm. speak up, do not bite your tongue. Because once I pick, people will allow you to do exactly what you allow them to do Ooh, the very yeah. first time. They'll do it the second time because you didn't say anything in that moment yeah. at that time. And I had to learn that. I yeah. had to learn that myself. I had to learn, be okay with saying no. Mm-hmm. Be okay with not going along with the flow. Be okay with that. Right. 
Be okay and speak up in that moment. Don't wait. Speak up in that moment and be okay with the consequences for speaking up. Be okay with your voice. Don't let anybody silence your voice. I'm very big on that. Yeah. You know, I would say that to people that that work with with me as well, because if, if you don't speak up, you don't allow me to get better and it doesn't allow the relationship to be to reach mm-hmm. its potential. So for men and women alike, you know, speak your truth, speak up, you know, no matter what it is, because everybody's human. And sometimes we have bad habits and sometimes it's bad ch- challenges in our character, but everybody can grow and you don't have to tolerate that. So you can either speak up. And change the situation, or you can walk out that door and build your four hundred million dollar company. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I say be okay with the consequences. Okay, I spoke up, and let's go. <laughs> yeah, amen. There you go. Amen. So look, we got about ooh, we got about nine minutes before our next break, but we're going to keep we'll go through after that as well. Let's go back to the Bell Collective and tell us about the characters. And I love characters. I think every picture that makes it is about the character. It's about that, that life and who that person is. Tell us about the kid. Tell us about your character and the other characters that are, are there. Give well, us okay, so these characters, the only thing about this is they're actually real, okay? So, <laughs> so they yeah. are real yeah. and they are the real deal. Like, I will say that. Um, the ladies that are a part of all of this, of course, for me, you do see me living in Jackson as a radio personality, and that's my real life. That's what I do every single day. Um, like, you know, as far as like growing and things that I've done and things that I want to do in the industry. And you do get a little personal with me because I find, try to find that balance of professional and personal. <laughs> and a lot of people have never seen the personal, to be yeah. honest, because I've always kept that separate because I feel like for me, I signed up for this. Yeah. A lot of people in my life did not. Yeah. So, you know, I've always tried to keep that separate from personal and professional. So you dig into that and then you share things that come out even through Bell Collective that sometimes we haven't shared before because they just want you to be you. So as far as me, of course, a radio personality, of course, I do have other things that I do as well. It's like you said, the book, hosting, and just your brand. People sometimes don't even realize that building a brand is hard. Like, you know, radio personalities and when you're independent, like you go out to host events and host different events and you go into different shows that they're booking you. You are your brand. You are the entrepreneur because that's your brand. So when they book you, they are booking you. Everything that you stand for, they are booking you. So it's about building a brand. So that's what, that's as far as like following me, of course. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, we do have some millionaires on the show. I'm not one of them, but we do have Yes, so we do have some ladies who are, of course, they have million-dollar businesses. I absolutely love that. Latrice, she was already a client of 97.7. I would do her commercials, so we already knew each other. Um, So it's amazing to do this show with women that you already know, that women that you already have relationships with. So Latrice was already a client, and that's the young lady that you guys see who has the million-dollar industry when it comes to the hair industry. And of course, so she was already a client, so I've known her before. Also, another young lady, of course, that's Marie, and she has mental health. Like her field has been mental health, but Marie has about eight businesses herself, to be honest. Wow. Uh, wow. Yes, she has a number of businesses herself. Letitia, Letitia is the one with the brunches. I actually have hosted her brunches for past five years. So that's how I know Letitia. We met from her colonization and actually getting me to host her brunch. So that's actually how we met through a radio. 
And I've known her literally since I've been hosting her brunches. So I would say that's about five years. That's yeah. about five years. And then Antoinette, of course, she is the dentist. She's the dentist on her on the show, and she's building her practice. So everyone is busy in their lives, just working and going after their goals and their passion while trying to have their personal and professional lives as well. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've watched a little bit of it. I've been uh, um, in Florida for the last couple of weeks, so I've kind of missed that because of different meetings, but always, but even in Chicago, it's on demand. So I got two episodes to catch up on. I think it is four or five right about now, though. I think it's four or five right now. Yes. We've been yes. gone for a month. It may be six. You might uh, be six. Yeah, I, I think it's five. I think it was five or six. It's one of the two. I, I'm trying to keep up. I'm trying to keep up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Thank you. And you know what? I, I, I love this because what we didn't talk about is like literally when I met you, it's like we were at an event and you spoke right before I did come up and speak. And I just remember like you're a phenomenal speaker. Like a phenomenal speaker. And I remember sitting in my head like, I have to go after him? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> it's like, you have got, you have to be kidding me. I have to go after that. But even in that moment, I learned the lesson of just be yourself. Yes. Just be yourself. Because we all have different ways that we deliver. Mm-hmm. And so even in that moment, it was a teaching moment. But I always remember hearing you speak. And I was like, he is a phenomenal speaker. Yeah. Well, you were great as well. And I'll tell you, you know, for me in my career, because I've actually been training speakers for two decades, but uh, even with Les Brown, who's a friend of mine for half a quarter of a century, if I have to follow him or anybody else, I'm better. I'm always better the better the person is that's before me, you know, and it's just a matter of prayer and go. Mm. Pray, pray, prepare, and go. That's it. Launch it. Okay. See, I love learning this. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I love it. And I'll tell you, you know, we're launching our, our in the next commercial that we'll talk about it, we're launching a JD3 TV, which is our streaming network. Wow, I wish I got you ahead of time, but that's okay. I'm, I'm still, we, we in there with open home. But uh, if anybody you have that's a, that's a mentee and they've got some stuff they want to get out, we're, we're in the hit making business, so we're launching in about three weeks. And that is we're awesome. excited to be joining the phrase. So anything we can do for you to promote you, to promote, uh, that you know promotes you in the network and of your other shows and whatever it is you're bringing out. That, uh, we want to do that now. Let's talk about that hat. <laughs> now I know it's not a key thing. You guys have been things. loving this hat. <laughs> yeah, walking things are red under the bottom. So that's you said that's from a boutique there in Mississippi. Yeah, it's a boutique. And well, actually, yeah, it's a boutique. It's a boutique. I wanted to say, you know what? I have so many hats. Really. Yeah, I'm looking at this one trying to figure out is it from my homegirl because I've been wearing a lot of her hats. Uh-huh. And it's actually from a boutique, a ladies' boutique, Vintage Couture. And this one, but this one with Bram might be a little different. This might have come from Cutely Covered. But both of them are black boutiques, so I'll say that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I, I am one of those who absolutely, I love to shop um, as, you know, just black owners and entrepreneurs, to be honest. Yeah. To be honest. And then that's another thing that I love, like even in Bell Collective, if you see me, literally everything I have on comes from oh, either a woman entrepreneur or a black entrepreneur. Beautiful. Beautiful. Everything. Beautiful. Every you know, I, episode. I'll say this about when Mississippi, even that day, that, that event I met you at, I remember even the gift bags were so different. And I was searching, how do I get a gift bag like that to give to other people? Every time oh. I went to any place there, was things were so unique. 
and personal coming from the heart and spirit of mm. this individual. It's, it's so rich. It's such such a rich, rich, rich uh, place to be. So that's so cool. Thank so, you. <laughs> Thank so, you so much. So now, okay, we got Bell Collective, and we, mm-hmm. we talked about the book. Uh, what's next? You know, people who achieve and people are achievers, what's next for you? I definitely, as far as like what you're following, even to me, it's, it's I definitely the goal is to be a national correspondent. I, I love what I do. I absolutely love what I do. Things that you've seen me do with Dish Nation, I love it. Entertainment yeah. news, just being and hosting, getting out hosting. Like that's what I do miss. Even in the being in the midst of this pandemic that we've been in, I miss that because I'm such a people person. I miss hosting events festivals, mm-hmm. concerts. I miss all of that. Yeah. Um, and when you're like, that's the, 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 the downfall of what we're in right yeah. now of hosting those big events. I, I totally miss it, but cause that's a part of what I love to do. Yeah. I love to do that. I love interacting with people. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what I miss. I miss like hosting big events. I, I miss all of that. But hopefully, and I'm prayerfully, as you know, we continue to make strides in what we're doing right now. We can get back to that. You know, we can get back to being able to host nationally. We can get back to being able to host and as far as radio and television and just doing it. Like, I, 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 I'm here for it. I, I'm totally here for it. But that's next. Of course, I also, I'm a co-owner of an online boutique as well. Oh, wait a minute. Um, wait a minute. Hold on. Let's take another quick commercial. We come back. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial. We're going to talk about our new streaming network we launched in about ooh, another 10 days. Uh, JD3TV is going to be coming out to you with some incredible, disruptive, empowering, enlightening programming. And we're going to talk about Limitless uh, 2021. Go get your tickets, www.limitless2021.com. They're complimentary. Get them while they last. We'll be right back on the other side. If there was a way that I could say how great you could be, would you listen to me? And if there was a price that you could pay that would give you the life that you seek, are you willing to pay that price this day? Would you dare never quit when the going gets rough? Would you do something great? Would you let it build you? So if there was a way that I could say how great you could be, would you listen to me? We are live on the red carpet. We're having a great time. Amazing. What a fabulous crowd tonight. It's moving. It's going to be a changer for all. Amazing. Fantastic. It's been a long time coming. For sure. Break this down. Time, money, knowledge. What do I teach? Exposure and revenue. There's so many great, great speakers, even some that I hope to hear myself. You don't need a business coach to be nice to you. You need a business coach to be honest with you. You need a business coach to understand that these are the things you've got to do to run that company. 
Hey, and we are back with Tamara Sheree. You know, when I open the show, I always uh, tell people that we don't think outside of the box because in our world there is no box. And if there's no box, there's only, only opportunity. So I want to talk about the boutique. But then I want you, you were telling, you know, you see that you're the type of person that you don't create boundaries. As you go forward, it opens up more, the universe expands more and more. And you get a chance to realize that you're a part of all of these things uh, that the universe uh, has to offer. So let's talk about the boutique. And I just want to go into uh, what would you say to the, the men and women out here today that can inspire their heart, impact their soul, to let them know the time is right now in the midst of uh, some pain, some confusion, some anxiety, that right now is just a perfect time. But let's go to the, to the boutique and then you're going to take it all the way home. Well, to be honest, uh, the boutique, the boutique is the online boutique, fitandsoul.com. It's fit and S-O-L-E, like the soul of your shoe, dot com. Say it slower. Say it slower. Say it slower. Fit and soul, like the soul of your shoe, dot com. So fit and com. So it's an online women's boutique. All right. Perfect. Now, that's that's your boutique or that's the one you recommend? That's another. That's actually mine and my business partner. Who okay, is so phenomenal okay. out of Houston? Yes, <laughs> so it is. She is absolutely phenomenal. So definitely, if you have your female audience, make sure they definitely check it out. Absolutely. So yes, I can hear my wife's credit cards rubbling now. Yes, yes, I love her. Yes, absolutely. Yes. When yes. I met you, I came right home and told her about you. Ah, yes. And yeah. she's like, I, I love you guys. Like, I just think you guys are just a phenomenal couple. Yeah. So definitely. Thank you so much. And it's just amazing how it's, it's full circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so happy. I'm so happy. And I'm so proud to get a chance to represent to be the, the flag bearer uh, for you and your great work that you do because of your spirit you. and the quality of what you, you put out to the market. So let's Thank talk you. about inspiring. Um, if you were taking a moment just to inspire someone of what's possible in their life. I like that if you would to, to go let's go out on, on that trail over the next three, four minutes. So I what you were saying is even in the midst of let me tell you something, like even in the midst of the pandemic or even in the midst of what someone might be going through, some of the your best work comes from the most uncomfortable situation. Your best work. Some of the your best New businesses come from some of your most uncomfortable situations that you were going through. So sometimes you have to get real uncomfortable to birth something beautiful. And I know every time that's been for me. I, I can honestly say that, you know, even at a moment where in the middle of a pandemic, you know, I can say at the top of the year, that was the top of last year, I had done Sister Circle TV. I had been on that show, absolutely loved it, talking about the book, promoting the book. I was in Atlanta. I did Dish Nation right after that. Literally during that time, the world shut down. It shut down. And I was just getting going. Like, you know, and I'm like, you know what? Like, what is going on? Like, you know, I was excited about the year, excited about it. But for me, at that time, I can even say with book, book sales went up, people were reading more. But me, I believe that at that time I started cleansing, fasting. I was reading my Bible more, spending more time with God, listening to him. I was doing all of that when I received in the middle of a pandemic, the call about Bell Collective. 
I was in the middle of fasting and just it, focusing on just going to work, doing what I'm supposed to do. And just it's almost like you're preparing yourself for the next step. So I was in the middle of that fasting and working on myself and doing all of that when I received a call in the middle of a pandemic. And you have to say that's nothing but God, because we filmed in the middle of a pandemic. That was nothing but God. And I know that. So sometimes your uncomfortable situations, the time is now. There's never going to be a right time. And I even had to learn that for myself. There's never going to be a right time to go after what you go after it now. Do it now, even when you're uncomfortable, because if you're waiting for the right time, you're just going to be waiting. You know, with so many people, with, with all the different things that are going on, we tend to drift a little bit. There's a book called Outwitting the Devil, written by Sharon Lecter, who also wrote Breaking World Witch for Women and all the rich that poured their, their books. And Outwitting the Devil was a book uh, that the tr- it was transcribed by uh, Karen, by Sharon through Napoleon Hill's writings. And he says that the devil or deceit or the distraction comes in what they call a phenomenon of drifting, that we drift because we get caught up. The pandemic goes this way and we go that way with it. You know, it's always, oh, whoa, and then, oh, whoa. It's like an accident happened. We all have to stop and watch the accident pile up instead of just moving forward. And through that to get to our destination. And it's really about what you really focus on, especially in the middle of the mess, in the middle of the mess. Have you had other times where you had big challenges and, and uh, how did you overcome some of those challenges? Honestly, I, I think it's always been my faith. Okay. Always my faith in God. I owe that to, I owe that mm-hmm. everything. Like I can't even talk about myself without talking about God. Like I can't yeah. because I feel like I owe him everything. Yeah. So go. it's always been my faith through every challenge, every test. Always. It's going to end up being a testimony because I owe it to him. So what I go through, I pray about everything. Yes. And I do mean that. Everything. Yeah. So when it comes to how do I get through things, it's mm-hmm. him. Yeah. It's, it's him. It's that praying and spending time with him. And then, of course, I surround myself with people who continue to pour into me. And one of my prayers is to always surround with people who genuinely care about me and want the best for me. When you surround yourself with positive people and positive energy, like that's it for me. Yeah. Like that's everything. Well, you know, and I think that's a support system. Uh, Yeah, I get it. And the human condition so often uh, as, as human beings, sometimes we tend to want to help God out. (laughs) And I always say, you know, we're shaping in the image of our creator, but we want to put the creator in our image. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did, were you, did you grow up in the church? I did. Okay. I, I grew up in the church. I was the one who literally every single Sunday on the front row. That, oh, really? <laughs> I, yeah. was that, I was definitely, my parents definitely had us in church every single Sunday. So I definitely grew up in the church. I was on the front row every church Sunday, but it wasn't by choice that I was in the back row and they grabbed me by my ear and put my behind <laughs> on the front row. Because I, I was in church four days a week and on Sunday, we were there every Sunday from 8 in the morning to 9.30 at night. Every oh, wow. Because we sang, the children's choir sang at 6, church was over at 2, so we never got a chance to go home and then at the 6, then it was another it service, it's the best require. And they didn't get done until 9, and we get back home at 10 o'clock. And I would try to sneak out of that church all I could. And every time I could sneak out, I'd try to sneak. My mother's in the choir. So it's a small, it was a small, could have been more than 150 people that could fit there. So I sneak out as if this woman in the choir stand cannot see I'm not there. <laughs> so 
so it was a rule that they had to grab me by my ear when I walked in there, and they sat my behind right there. Maybe a junior deacon. And then they assigned you. They made me a junior deacon, so you got to sit on the front. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor has been known to the hearts of man. Oh, I want to thank you for gracing us. I want to ask you on the air, uh, look at your schedule. Uh, next Friday, if you have any time, I'd like to just do a short interview. I want to just push, push, push. If you have a sizzle reel or something, then get it to us. Um, we'll commercialize and promote your uh, show on our network because I want your show to be there. I want your show to last. I want the, you and those other incredible three women and all the people that are behind that show you know, it's important that we celebrate and cheer each other on and support one another the best we can. And nobody's asking people for money. We just, just tune in, sit back, and, and ride with the experience. Yes. I love it. Thank you yeah. so much, James. I absolutely appreciate it. Thank, yeah. thank you. I'm honored to actually that you thought of me to actually invite me. So I, I definitely appreciate it. Thank you but so the much. It's all ours as well. And uh, I'm thanking God just for you and for all the things that you have brought to life itself. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, again, Tamara Cherie. Don't forget the Bell Collective tonight, Friday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And what's the name of that boutique website again? Fifthandsoul.com, like the sole of your shoe. 5-T-H-A-N-D-S-O-L-E.com. And where can we go get that book again? Of course, visit my website, www.tamarasheree.com, or you can go on Amazon, and all you have to do is search Surrounded by Sin, groundedbylove.com or you can go to the website www.surroundedbysin groundedbylove.com Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Tamara Sheree, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I made a decision um, uh, over the last couple of days to uh, end my shows a little bit different and use some things that I'm known for on the stage uh, to really talk into the hearts and minds. You know, we had a memorial service yesterday for a dear friend. His name was Frank Shankwich. And Frank was the founder of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. He was a great friend of myself and so many other people. Loved him so gracious all the time with the big cowboy hat. And we committed last night we would all go out and get us a black cowboy hat. So I got to go get me a black Stetson and honor Frank because he would take that hat off his head and put it on mine. And he did a movie about his life called Wish Man. And he was supposed to come to Chicago last June. And speak and talk about the nonprofit industry because we really want to help people, get people to really understand that you get what you keep what you have by giving it away. When you give, man, God said He'll pour you out a blessing you have room enough to store. And I'm a witness of that. And I, we live there, so and I, it's just a passion of our heart to be able, after living in a car and coming to a point mm -hmm. where you can make a difference. That's the joy of our heart. And uh, we just want to honor this great man for his work for the things he imparted and how he treated people and everywhere we would be in the country, we would hang out. We went to go see his incredible movie, Wish Man. Go to Netflix and see that movie, Wish Man. He was going to, we were talking about him putting it on our network and then he got sick and then uh, God uh, took him home. Uh, you know, he made his wish and uh, his wish is to, to be with all the children that he impacted their lives for so many years. So I just want to say that to each and every one of us that are listening in, that, you know, when you look at your life and you look through your life and understand that you live life forward and you understand life backwards. But when you look at the breadcrumbs through your life, those breadcrumbs will allow you to get a GPS of exactly why you are where you are right now. And if you don't like that position, then you can change it. That it's not over. 
you know, there are scores of achievers that had adversities in their life that kept toiling forward, that hung on to a passion, a dream, something that was un- intangible, something that it made no sense to go forward, but something inside of them said, just stay. A quiet voice that, that has to see through the shouts of denial, the shouts of self-doubt, the shouts of people not believing, the shouts of, I don't have any support, or, nobody cares about me, the shouts of, I'm busy with the children, I'm, I'm having challenges in my relationship. But that silent voice that speaks under the fray, under all the noise, that only the spirit can hear. And that's when Tamara said that you have to be still, you have to be quiet. And in the midst of the pandemic, and there's a lot of ways to have a pandemic in our life outside of Corona. Pandemics show up in many shape, forms, and fashions. But if you would stay fast and hold on to your hopes and your dreams, if you would follow your dreams wherever they may lead, and never ever get distracted by less worthy deeds, if you would shelter them and nourish them and help them to grow, remember to let your heart hold them down deep where dreams go. You simply follow your dreams and pursue them with haste. Remember, never forget your life. Your life is too precious. It's too fleeting to waste. So if you're faithful and you're loyal, I promise all your days through, the dreams you follow will always come true. This concludes our show. I look forward to next week. Go to www.limitless2021.com. Get your complimentary ticket. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm going to talk about Friday breakthrough, how to overcome self-defeating behaviors. I'm going to talk about time management. Most people don't understand the definition of it. I'm going to break it down so it's forever broke. Time is the series of events consistently moving through the past, from the past, through the present, to the future. Management is control, how to control events. We're going to talk about the power of communication, how to make that your new currency, how to speak to you, to, to, your, to your counterparts, and to, to the universe. To speak into what some people just call your truth. And we're going to teach you the power of media as well. And hopefully we can get Tamara available. We're going to get her back and we're going to talk a little bit more. So this concludes our show. Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.